what you have in mind will come when it's supposed to come and like that goal you're trying to reach seems so impossible right now like it will come and it might come like a different way but you know you're here do what you're doing now continue to be passionate and you know good things will follow hello and welcome to the method supply podcast intentional conversations with incredible humans sharing their daily method Today, Kaipo talks with photographer Ali Oshiro. Ali has been making a name for herself capturing special moments like weddings that she hopes will be shared for generations to come. We hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Method Supply Podcast. I'm your host, Kaipo Sotelo, and I'm here with one of my very, very, very good friends. She's very dear to my heart. Um, I was in her wedding, um, in the groom's party, of course, but I'm talking with photographer Ali Oshira. What's up, Ali? Hi, Kaipo. How's it going? It's so good to be talking. And we're in your studio right now. Yeah. And we're using Rio's equipment. Rio is your husband. Yes. Um, fellow <laughs> photographer, videographer. Um, and we have his podcast equipment that we're just hijacking. Yeah. So it sounds <laughs> super crisp. He is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so we're real thankful. But um, I'm here with Allie, and I asked her to be on the show. Um, she actually just got off a really, really cool trip this past weekend with mm-hmm. some friends. Her and Rio went to the Grayson Highlands yep. and hung out with some ponies. Yeah. Wild ponies. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was really, I mean. <laughs> Quite an experience. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. And to spend three days out there and just kind of changing pace. Yeah. Um, that's something I've always really admired about you and Rio and the way you live your life. This <laughs> segment is going to be specifically about Allie because what I've realized about Allie is that she has been pushed out of her comfort zone multiple times in her life and she's 24 Mm -hmm. but with this whole journey of being a photographer and figuring out what that means career-wise you've kind of had to step out into something that is more uncertain Mm -hmm. there's no nine to five there's no specific set schedule there's all these cool things that you get to see because that is sort of the line of work that you've chosen, but you've done it with such stability in my heart. Like from outside looking in, it looks like something that you've just poured your heart into and you're figuring out and that's super exciting. And that's something I want to share. So Allie, will you go ahead and introduce yourself in your own words to everyone? Yes. Um, Okay. So I am um, actually just became full-time photographer. I've been doing it part-time, balancing between other part-time jobs for the past couple years. Um, but since you know we've gone through this pandemic, I was kind of forced into it a little bit. I specialize in weddings, but I also do portraits. Um, occasionally, I'll do families, um, but I mostly like to stay in that wedding industry. Um, I just think it's so much fun. Um, it's just a passion I've really been able to discover for myself and. You know, um, it's something I do. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hear you. I mean, you're just excited because you do a lot of things. And you found found a niche in the wedding industry. How many weddings have you shot, roughly? I mean, obviously, I can't give you a specific I'm so bad. Whenever someone asks me, like, that question, I just, like, I can't think of every wedding. You know when you're just, like, you're given too many options and you can't pick one? It's like, I've done... It's like a menu at a Chinese restaurant. Too many that I can't, like tell you off the top of my head yeah. I've, I've done probably around 20 now which honestly does is not a a huge amount but for only doing it for about a year and a half i'm pretty 
I'm pretty proud of myself for getting about that many under my belt so right now. <laughs> in a year and a half, if you make that into just sort of a time, that's like every three weekends you're in a wedding or shooting a wedding or even probably more frequent than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it can. Um, especially, I mean, I know some wedding photographers, man, they who have been doing it and they they will do up to 40 a year, which... 40? Yeah, I, I definitely know some who um, are in between 30 and 40 a year, which that's, that's a, a lot. lot. That is almost every weekend of your year shooting weddings. I don't know if that's yeah. something that we'll want to... I mean, we will high, want to personally do for ourselves, but there's a very low likelihood that someone's getting married in the middle of the week. So you're giving yeah. up essentially what would be a regular person's free time. Yeah. And taking that, giving an opportunity to travel, mm-hmm. see these new places or places that you've seen and then shoot these weddings. Yeah. It's I mean, pretty cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> it sounds like a, a completely different lifestyle than a lot of people that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Because the people that we've talked to have been more set schedule yeah. um last week ali and uh, ali <laughs> ali shock <laughs> and rachel talked about how ali started her own marketing company and she's able to set her schedule a little bit mm-hmm. um can you parallel that i want to hear what your schedule looks like sort oh, of in the man. week because i mean a lot of it's editing i know and a lot of yeah. it is scheduling and planning and talking to the people that you're working with but yeah. what does your schedule look like in the middle of the week as a full-time photographer <sighs> Well, I'll be honest, I feel like only in the past couple months have I been able to like really get on a good schedule, like put myself, um, like force myself to write up a schedule because I, I struggle with um, doing the same thing every day over and over again. Mm. And um, yeah, photography is a little different, but for anyone working, you know, from home, you have to like come up with a schedule and make one for yourself or you will get nothing done. <laughs> um, but usually how my day is... Um, you know, I get up, I probably, I might sleep in a little later than like the average nine to five. <laughs> no shame person. in that. <laughs> um, I get up and I, you know, start my day normally, make breakfast. And then I like to start working and getting on my laptop and editing as quickly as possible. Um, it, it depends on the time of year too, because some parts of the year are busier than others when it comes to like um, booking weddings and um, just booking shoots and um, networking with people but like for instance right now is fairly busy booking out for like the rest of this year and really starting to book for next year so it's a lot of emailing um, a lot of phone calls um, and um, and then somehow finding time to edit during the day which I very much oddly enough find myself running out of time during <laughs> the day which I, I feel like that's been more of a recent problem but also a good Mm -hmm. problem because i feel like i'm like this is good yeah i'm you know i have enough work to keep myself busy um but yeah i it's it's hard to get all my work done in one day um and uh yeah it's mostly just editing um like i said networking with people um occasionally i'll have like a shoot during the week Mm -hmm. um and then usually like right now it's just getting ready for weekends and like yeah. <laughs> preparing for upcoming coming weddings and last minute details with brides who are like freaking out because my wedding's in like a week and they don't have their timeline figured out yet and they're like frantically texting me to know what to do and i love kind of being able to be that person who can help them talk it out and mm-hmm. um, help them be able to like give me their frustration a little bit that's something i've noticed i've taken on a lot is a little bit of the frustration from 
um, some brides, especially like this time of life. So yeah. many things have gotten pushed around for people and they just need to rant a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a normal, <laughs> normal <laughs> so day it, in the life. <laughs> waking up when you want to wake up, it's dealing with your schedule and setting that for yourself mm-hmm. and all your editing and everything. I mean, you don't have a secretary. You don't have anyone. You're working oh, for man. yourself. So you have yeah. to set the discipline in the beginning of the day saying, hey, we're going to actually be yeah. productive today. And then it's emailing. It's making contacts, doing a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere in there, there's going to be some bride ranting about how her dress is a little bit too small. <laughs> oh, and she's going to be like, oh, my gosh. But, I mean, if there's one person that I feel like I know in my life that is that perfectly fit puzzle pieces to do that kind of thing it's you because like you said like you wake up a little later but at the same time i mean time, not super late I, okay, like, i'm okay, usually yeah. up before eight o'clock <laughs> yeah, and see right there that's that's another thing like ali will get the job done and not only get the job done but she'll make you feel good about yourself and about what you're doing the entire time mm-hmm. um the reason why i say that's because Allie did my engagement photos for my fiance Holly, who is the voice that you hear at the beginning of every show, if you forgot. Um, and she did such a good job the entire time. Um, it was supposed to be a surprise. And supposed to be. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not very, very sly. You did a good but job. we went, we drove two hours and we we're going to do a photo shoot, apparently for your, um, right. supposedly my for portfolio. your portfolio. <laughs> And the entire time, Allie was making me feel comfortable. Hey, what what works best? What what do you want to do? Hey, this is going to be good. This looks so great. And then when we did solo shots for each other while we tried to plan, like you made Holly feel just like most the most beautiful girl in the world. Well, she is. She's and, natural. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like you make everyone feel comfortable in their own skin. And something that Holly and I were talking about that we kind of have seen because of the different weddings we've been in and around mm-hmm. um a lot of photographers don't really make people feel at home mm-hmm. like that you 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 ali you're the type of person that kind of molds making you feel comfortable like obviously like you know happy go lucky and whatever but it also mm-hmm. gets stuff done in your day um and so like at a wedding day photo shoot i've seen you at work hey we got to get this next thing shot, but hey, I love it. Love it. Hey, keep doing this. <laughs> we got to get the next, next shot, but it's a like good combination. You've found a pretty solid combination of, I guess, love and tenderness, but also drive. Mm-hmm. How would you see that playing out in your day as far as for yourself? Like, how do you tell yourself, like, hey, I got to give myself some grace, but also got to uh-huh. get some stuff done, especially having the discipline to make your day happen? So... Even though I struggle with, you know, giving myself some grace and some time, um, I still feel like I, like what I'm doing is super purposeful in that fact because I have this goal in mind where I, I'm envisioning, you know, like a couple's reaction or, mm. um, and I think I had told you this before, but like one of, and I, it's so weird, I think about this constantly. <laughs> I don't know. Ever since I first started, even the world of photography, I always just envision this like grandkid yeah. of some couple looking at a picture of their grandparents. I don't know if that's just from a personal experience of looking through like my grandparents' wedding pictures or whatever and just thinking like, whoa, like that's my grandparents. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just, it's such a really special thing. And I, you know, I want that to be absolutely perfect. 
Um, but you know, my idea of perfect might not be the next idea, person's idea of perfect. Um, and you know, that's something I also, you know, have to keep in mind, you know, give myself a little bit of, um, I keep using the word grace, so give myself <laughs> a little bit of grace in that area. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, like I want them to be able to relive these photos and just be able to, you know, especially for weddings, I'm so big on like the in-between moments mm. and, um, just being able to document those maybe behind the scenes, like side hugs or like side like head kisses or just like the sweet tender moments that you know um only the bride and groom will probably really ever see um or their grandkids might see (laughs) one day and i just i love that you want to capture the things that you don't don't normally get caught on camera when when you run your photo shoots they're not really i mean they're staged because they have to be staged Mm -hmm. but you try and make it not so stiff (laughs) and these candid moments and that's a i mean candids is a cliche right taken, but you <laughs> capture them so well and and i love that piece about having the goal in mind for their grandkids one day not what 50 60 years from now <laughs> being like hey you look beautiful grandma oh, this is my grandpa yeah like, this was your wedding day this is perfect what yeah. on whatever screen they're looking at it on or whatever it's a memory that they will keep forever yeah. and it's it's so crazy to me that you're ultimately talented in capturing these things for the gratification of a grandchild that you won't even get to meet or see. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's a little weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird, but it's really interesting because right. um, I was reading a book about habit, right? And mm-hmm. not really habit, but um, just figuring out what makes a successful person successful. And have you heard of the marshmallow test? maybe so it's it's the it's the test where they put a bunch of kids in a room alone with a marshmallow yep and they were told you leave that marshmallow Uh alone if i when i come back i'll give you another marshmallow right and it's like 10 minutes but the kid obviously feels like it's forever right so they basically like took all the kids that ate the marshmallow immediately and then the ones that were able to wait and then did like 10 years later and the kids that waited were all doctors, they were lawyers, they were people that had quote-unquote success mm-hmm. with things because they can wait for the gratification. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to parallel that with what you're talking about. Yeah. So you, you won't, you're able to share these amazing moments with bride and groom, but like that vision of the grandkid always stood out to me when you said like, hey, like I want my their grandkids to be like, man, my my grandma and grandpa were rocking. You know, they yeah. looked so good that day, um, or whatever portrait you do. Um, what is the thing in your heart that makes that worthwhile? Well, I guess from a person from personal experience, because we just got married last year, mm-hmm. um, and I I before we got married, I constantly would have people telling me like you're going to appreciate, you know, being a wedding photographer so much more once you get married. <laughs> and I was like, haha, right. Um, but it's so true. Like, I I feel like just my um, passion entirely has changed for it. Like, I loved it before, but now I'm like, holy cow. Like, <laughs> this is such a crazy, like, cool thing I get to do. And it's, ex- it's extremely stressful sometimes because hmm. um, you're like, I'm holding this whole wedding day kind of in my hand. <laughs> Um, but it's so special and I, 
one of my favorite things. I know we're talking a lot just about weddings, but I do, you know, I do other things. But just on the topic of weddings and being behind the scenes of weddings is just so so cool. And it's hard to explain. You just kind of get to see the emotions of a whole day of like a bride and groom like being separate from each other in the morning and being super nervous and stressed out. And you just kind of get to see them come together and like. You just get to witness their love. I One of my favorite things is like witnessing the chemistry between two people. It just makes me super thrilled to like be able to document that. Like that's so special. And, you know, um, it's just something that you, and I've said it before, but like you might not even post these pictures on Instagram. You know, I have thousands of photos from my <laughs> photographer yeah. that I have not posted. And I'm like, <laughs> that's fine. Like we will be able to look through these forever and just remember that moment because that's what a picture is for to like help you, help you remember and help you to relive that day. Um, and every, every couple is different. Every couple, um, you know, shows love in different ways and being able just to capture that. And then especially when they get back to me or like, wow, you captured us in a special <laughs> way that never has happened before. I'm like, oh man, like that's so flattering to me. But yeah. that is just, it, gives, it makes me so happy. And it's like, okay, like. Let's do it again. Like, let's yeah, again. oh, let's do it tomorrow again. <laughs> Why not? Um, and you you love weddings and you love to do them. And yeah. I love the fact that you are so passionate about this one. But I mean, obviously with COVID, mm-hmm things kind of slowed down in that wedding department. I know a lot of people had to reschedule. A lot of things yeah. got canceled. I mean, that must have taken you for a hit. Um, what what yeah. were some things that you did to adjust for the, the pandemic? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was one of those things where we really didn't know what to do <laughs> at first. Thankfully, we didn't get hit super hard. I know others who were really, um, unfortunately, got hit a lot harder just with cancellations and like that i think a lot of times people aren't thinking about like the vendors on you know wedding days in general but like vendors have been hit super hard too um outside of you know the the, the bride and groom of course mm-hmm. um but we've had to kind of like take a step back um just working a lot with people to get things moved around mm-hmm. um a lot of a lot of long text messages back and forth with couples and phone calls um with people switching plans and um you know limiting their amount of guests or just like having a backyard wedding um it's been really crazy to watch um it happen but one thing i will say though what i've been able to witness is just you know even you may have planned like a wedding day with 300 plus people um one of these weddings we shot recently just like a simple backyard wedding like I don't know something about it is just so special like just your close friends and family and um we love to document those just as much as the big weddings Mm. and they're almost they're almost more special in a way because it's like this wasn't supposed to be your original plan but like here you are you still went for it you have your family here Mm. and you know it's still you're you're coming together and it's it's so exciting but that that flexibility in intimacy it's like having whether you're the type to have 400 people at your wedding or Mm -hmm. four people at your wedding it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but i think all of it's worth capturing right absolutely i loved how you had the piece of long text messages and phone calls and emails you were just as flexible with them 
as you needed to be because oh, again yeah. you were I, I love i love every piece of it because it's not just about like how many you can do in a year mm-hmm. it's like what quality you can give and put forth yeah. because that's how you grow i mean yeah. you you i bet you a lot of your clients are word of mouth mm-hmm. uh, and like that's just because you do amazing amazing work i mean i'm on the recipient end a lot of times <laughs> i'm just like asked to pose randomly you are. <laughs> you <really laughs> but are. you know like it, it's cool because i i see you at work and i've seen you grow which is been really really cool just yeah. being more comfortable in command so over the summer i you you came up with some cool ideas for how to keep like you know the photography business going yeah. um i mean over the summer people were in quarantine people yeah. were socially distanced from everyone didn't, didn't you do something cool yeah uh, i did yeah <laughs> i thought Tell it was us about cool. that um well i can't take credit for the idea because i knew i know some others who were doing it as well as their photographers but i i had to th- you know throw out this idea to people because i thought it was so special and so random um random at all that we're going through this crazy season of life where we're all stuck inside and this was more like towards the very beginning of um you know shutdowns and closings where we literally like we weren't really leaving our house mm-hmm. um i decided i would offer little mini sessions for families to do they could just come out on their front porch. I would just pull my car up and literally just stand in their front yard, you know, a good, a good feet of distance away from them, of course. Um, but we just called them um, front porch photo shoots and they were super fun. Um, I ended up doing quite a bit and yeah. for a couple weeks straight. Um, but I just remember people being like, this is so crazy. Like we're going to wear our, like put our masks on for these. And then we yeah. get to like keep these forever and just will be remembered of this crazy time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, but it was something, you know, that was super fun. But it was also for me, like, I didn't have really anything else going on at that time. <laughs> I just got furloughed from my office job. I had been working mm-hmm. and I was like, well, like photography it is for now, <laughs> I guess. And it was also at a time of year where photo season was pretty like, already not super crazy and of course like there was absolutely nothing yeah so it was a way for me to kind of you know keep Mm -hmm. business going a little bit just with like mini sessions i'm trying to be creative Mm -hmm. in that way um and that's something i uh, that helped me too because there's a lot of seasons where i'm like maybe not super busy and i need to um you know come up with things to keep me busy like we just set up the studio in here to um, you know, do my own shoots, have my own creative things come out. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just... It's, <laughs> it's being flexible in a fl- flexible time. I mean, yeah. when, like you said, like you, you did mention you got furloughed from your job. Yeah. And, I, I mean, that's a story for so many people. Yeah. But I, I, I could be preaching to the choir for the people listening if, like I was going to say you know, make the most of your situation, do this. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, there's just a small way. I mean, out of this quarantine, you're able to emerge with enough of a clientele to go full-time photography. I think that's yeah. pretty amazing. And yeah. your name is getting out there. And you recently partnered with Rio earlier <laughs> this year. Um, and now you're doing wedding videography, photography. And I assume that's just going to keep growing. Um, your work is already just so amazing. Well, I haven't Thanks. found a, a ph- I haven't found... Ha- well, I haven't found a photographer or really anyone with the aesthetic of like feeling it like the, the pictures are timeless. Mm-hmm. And I think you do a very good job at making them timeless and it goes along with 
everything. And in this time of the virus, you did front porch photo shoots. And those pictures will be forever timeless. Yeah. When their grandkids ask, hey, grandpa, what's this picture of? Like, oh, that's us and the dog (laughs) when we had a global pandemic. Isn't that crazy to think of? Like, we're going to be having this conversation. And it's crazy. I I have not had that perspective until you talked to me about it. Yeah. About, you know, like, I want... I want the posterity to see the quality of these moments, not just the pictures, but the moments, the people in the frame. And in order to capture that truly is to be the type of person that loves to live that herself. And Ali, you do such a good job. And there are so many things that I want to keep talking to you about, but I'm <laughs> obviously like we can't have this episode go on forever. Right. Um, but I did have a couple of questions to end. Mm-hmm. Um, Number one, what is one word that would best describe this whole journey from starting photography and the crazy days and setting your own schedule and full-time everything yeah. um, to where you are now and sort of where you're going and why? Um, definitely patience. Patience. Um, yeah, because there is a lot of times and I I think the pandemic is a great example of it. Not that I love to keep bringing it up, but um, just of kind of not really knowing where things are going to go, if things are going to be ever back to normal um, and just being able to patiently wait to see, um, you know, where your path is going to lead and like when are clients going to start coming back to you. And I feel like for me, because I feel like I'm meant to be doing this like this is what I you know should be doing with my life right now I feel totally confident in that um being able to remind myself like just be patient like it will come what you have in mind will come when it's supposed to come and like Mm -hmm. that goal you're trying to reach like that seems so impossible right now like it will come and it might come like a different way but you know you're here do what you're doing now like work hard continue to be passionate don't lose sight of that (laughs) purpose for what you do um, and you know, good things will follow. And that's, that's really, that helps me too with, you know, um, just my work ethic at home and it feels like it's taking me forever to get through <laughs> something. I'm like, just take a step back, be patient, be focused. And you know, you'll reach that, you'll reach that end eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully put Allie. Um, if, if you guys haven't followed her, um, please give her a follow on Instagram. You'll love the pictures. Your feed will be 10 times more beautiful. Um, at Ali Oshiro. Okay, that that's my old. Personal, oh, that's your old one. Yeah, because you see, we we made our new account and oh, merged, that's right. and now I don't post on that anymore. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's no, no, not no. the best business move I ever made. Okay, so but. now it's consolidated. <laughs> yes. Into their team, Rio and Ali. Mm-hmm. It's at the Oshiros. And then underscore. Underscore. <laughs> at the Oshiro's underscore. Um, definitely check them out. And if you have a wedding or any event, please please DM her. Um, DM them. They're a great team. They'll make your day last forever mm-hmm. in a photo. So thank you so much, Allie, for coming. We appreciate you. Um, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Kaibo. This was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was photographer Allie Oshiro on how to put yourself out there and hold on to the special moments life brings. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Method Supply Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming service. That's all for now. But as always, we challenge you to find, live, and share your method today. See you next time.